Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Owen, what's the crack? You already forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> right, start again, start again. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm good, yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. It's that, it's that vaccine has made me very forgetful. <laughs> yeah. Don't, okay. don't even joke about side effects. <laughs> Jesus, I don't. <laughs> Screw that bit out. <laughs> Pfizer will be sending us an email during the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Forgetfulness, right. very rare. I, was, I, I, I'm, I'm that, I'll, I'll, I'll bring up something in, later on about that. But how are you anyway? What's the crack? I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying it. Uh, nice, nice. Got that Friday feeling, I suppose, after the, after the week that I was in it. Busy all week and working fairness, but yeah, tipping away now. Nice, some nice beers. Watching good TV. I was actually buzzing our, our chat last week, like about like kind of reflecting back on the top TV shows and top. Uh, films and stuff like that like i was actually kira gave me a slap around the head because she said uh, <laughs> remember i couldn't really think of a film and she was saying actually hamilton on disney plus was f- absolutely phenomenal i've never seen i don't know if you, you boys seen it no um so yeah it's basically like the stage musical uh hamilton uh which her man lynn manuel miranda and like it's just it's just crazy the way they have it done like just um like the camera angles and everything for for like a stage musical is just class and like the music in it it's just it's all rap and uh, and uh just the, the way that the story is done it's it's absolutely phenomenal so yeah i, I better change my answer to that kira do you hear that do you hear that <laughs> <laughs> For anyone not watching on video, one just got a slap around the head. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this week we're joined by a returning um, contributor to the Snowcast from last summer. And someone we're delighted to have on. As we said before we came on and we were having the, pre, the pre-podcast can, he says wine by day, drinks cans by night. Shane McNally, what's the crack? Which, like yourselves, 
Friday feeling. I don't have that healthy glow about me though. I'm not vaccinated, so uh, yeah. <laughs> you need to get on that. I do. Yeah. <laughs> We're only half vaccinated. He just got to load them in his pockets there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you want a dark web, you can start the bid in that ten grand. <laughs> I'm, that was a joke for any. Uh, <laughs> any, 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 any we do not any, have any vaccine. Yeah, if, if Paul Reed is listening in, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he. I'm sure he's a loyal, loyal listener. Um, I'm go, actually. I'm going to change it up this week. Um, before I ask, what are you drinking tonight? Have you had any cans before this or during the week that that stood out? On. Uh, yeah, uh, just before this. Um, I was given a, a present at Christmas of uh, three, um, the Crafty Brewing Company. So uh, these are um, beers that are, seem to be brewed for Lidl in Ireland. Um, and I'm, I just had this there, it's called, like I've actually never witnessed uh, the word craft being put on a bottle as much as it is in this. <laughs> so it's like the Crafty Brewing Company uh, makes Irish crafts out and then like on the back then they have our Irish crafts out at the Crafty Brewing Company the Crafty Brewing Company again we we like nothing more than crafting the finest award winning brews so yeah uh, they absolutely but having said all that That'd really really six really, really, yeah, yeah. crafts good right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, having said that uh, it was actually really really nice um, really nice smooth stout and um, wasn't bitter or anything it's actually a, a small bit on the sweeter side um, and it'll be re- actually a really big um, whiff of uh, coffee off it as well uh, Kira was at the other end of the couch and she was like whoa what the hell is that but um, yeah no really really enjoyed it lovely stuff and uh, Shane how about yourself Any anything pre-podcast yeah. or during the week that, that you enjoyed so I'm going to cheat and answer kind of both questions, what I'm drinking now and what I drank maybe over the Christmas that really impressed me. Um, so I bought like a selection of beers as you do over Christmas. But one that really stood out was Doc Brew's IPA IPA. Um, it's New England IPA, um, so a big juice bomb, but full of hops. And I liked it so much, I bought loads more off Craft Central this week. So oh, nice. I said, I'll just you know ease myself into this gently by starting on a 7% beer. Um, but yeah. <laughs> It's it's a bit dangerous. Like it is so easily drinkable. Like I was drinking it over the Christmas, uh, just myself and Dad sitting down, you know, watching some football. The novelty of that was amazing because we hadn't got to do it all year. And I said, I should crack open one of these. I got got a few of these. Middle of the day, like watching football, down one, down another. I was like, Jesus, that's delicious. But I'm feeling a bit ropey here. They're seven percent. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way you'd know they're seven percent. Um, but yeah, later. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up on the floor. But um, yeah, no, like it's really kind of like textbook New England kind of IPA. Really juicy, but like there's lots of nice hops there as well. So a bit of bitterness. It's not one of those boring fruit bombs. It's actually a quite a, a nice little beer a bit of complexity about it yeah exactly exactly i and i actually had a really nice um american beer there earlier on this evening um from the odell brewing company in fort collins colorado um it's a it's mountain standard ipa um you know you, like people know that i love my um to, to smell my beer before i drink it and uh as soon as i opened the can i got a, a whiff of loveliness and yeah it was it was beautiful uh very nice very nice tropical ipa um, not not too tropical like uh, 
But at the same time, very much an India pale ale, uh, very drinkable and lovely. And it was in one of them small little 330 mil cans, which are just really handy for like a quick little settler, you know. Um, it's not probably, like, my, yeah, probably my favorite IPA on the planet is the Odell's IPA. So yeah. Such a good beer, like just textbook. And it's that real big whopper American IPA. Yeah. And so, like Colorado is like just fucking so, there are so many like standout beers from Colorado. Of course, we've got Left Hand Brewing as well. That, yeah. that is our, our logo. So like you know, <laughs> big, big fans of Colorado beer over here. Um, we touched we touched on um, on the fact that that myself and Owen were vaccinated during the week there. Um, so I suppose before we get into what we were drinking tonight, we said we'd do a little old vaccine ditty um, just to, just a little bit of chat about it. Um, I, Owen, I suppose like, it's one of these funny things. Loads of people are like, what's the crack with this vaccine? Should I get it? Should I not get it? Um, you had the best line of the week to me. I think. I said to you during the week, what would you do if someone was unsure, like family members unsure? And you said, I'd tell them, just fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have you any, anything to elaborate on that? Um, yeah, no, like, yeah, I suppose um, there was a lot of um, I don't know, uh, skepticism about it, and people are quite unsure about uh, that and stuff behind it. Like, but, um, like for me, it's it just seems to be the only way out of it. Like, we've bounced from lockdown to lockdown to lockdown, um, and like it's it's been this glimmer of hope as to, um, actually coming out of out of the end of this, like you know, um, and you know, it's. I suppose one of the things that was kind of put towards me this week was, oh, uh, if what, what's the point in getting it if I can still pass it on, right? That was one of the things that was thrown at the two of us, really. Mm. Um, and it, it's quite it's quite a selfish response because if you look at the the hospitals at the moment, right? ICU capacity is at capacity now at the moment. Um, and hospital admissions are rising phenomenally. We've over 1,000 in, in the hospital now, probably over 1,200 now tonight, I'd say. Um, and by you getting the vaccine, it means that you won't be a hospital admission, you know, that you're freeing up a space in an ICU bed, which obviously you don't want to be in anyway, but also a, a hospital bed as well, and leaving other people with non-COVID-related uh, traumas been able to be, get treated in a hospital like so you know it's it's also a thing where like you know, everybody's going to have to get uh, vaccinated as well in order to get this herd immunity uh from it so yeah just go get the fucking thing like just it's it's simple like yeah that's it just go get the fucking thing go get, get the, the thing. thing yeah so dj you're gonna sort me out yeah yeah, no. Um, yeah, I was I was going to echo that. The one thing I'll say, like, and actually, I might I might ask Shane to go to talk about this a bit more because I know you love a good fucking online conspiracy, Shane. Um, but like, <laughs> I, like I, I fully understand like legitimate concerns people have about this vaccine and that, and we just want to say that we're like big fucking advocates of people taking up the vaccine if they have the opportunity to like like I when I got it done, I I said like online, it's a fucking privilege to be in a position to get one at the moment because in Ireland, you know, there isn't widespread access at the moment. And it is absolutely a privilege. 
be put in that position. And we really appreciate everyone that's got to that position. So what I'd say is if you do have concerns, like I fully understand why someone would have concerns about something, a novel medication or whatever. I'd say two things like the science of 2020 means that we can move an awful lot quicker than we could do in 1970. So don't compare it to a vaccine that came out in 1970 that took five years or 10 years to develop because it's not the same. It, it's, it's not comparable. The other thing as well I'd say is if your aunt is sharing stuff on Facebook, do not take that as scientifically valid. Like, do your own research. Talk to talk to talk to people in the know that you know. You know what I mean. And uh, and read more. Like, do not use Facebook as your or WhatsApp fucking forwards. Like, do you know that episode of the US Office where like Michael Scott's like he's the king of the email forward. Like, do not be the king of the WhatsApp forward. That's like nobody likes that guy. Um, or, or so just I'd say like you know. Get, don't trust the fucking online conspiracies what do you think Shane are you like I'd say you're the kind of fella that for the crack comes up with these uh, these online theories and just sends them to your gullible friends to, to share oh yeah totally yeah my, my, <laughs> my, my alternative accounts yeah. <laughs> yeah. the seeds everywhere <laughs> like no just like on a, on a personal note like um, before you know going down rabbit holes and stuff I found out about an hour before the recording that my granny is getting the, the vaccine and like that means just so fucking oh, yeah. because um she's uh she's had a very, very lonely year. Um and she's she's my, my last kind of grandparent and it, it means a lot to my mom. So like to echo what you're saying, um get fucking vaccinated, right? So yeah. it's important, like just because it's been a lonely year for everyone and the more of us are vaccinated. The less lonely it'll be. I think that's the probably the, the way to look at it. But um, there's two things like the conspiracy theories about the vaccine. Like the some of them are just absolute gold. Like it's, it's amazing what people will believe. Um, but before we jump into that, because you mentioned the science, like the science is phenomenal. Like what we did in 2020, what we did, what pharmaceuticals did, they effectively had the vaccine after six days because they were able to map its genome and uh, create this mRNA um, you know, technology for, for the vaccine. And to, match, uh, to, to do the human genome, I think it took them like 13 years or something, and that was mm. back in, like, in the 90s, like, just, just to be able to, to do that. Like, the technology is uh, fascinating. But obviously it's Bill Gates um, trying to install microchips into us and uh, turn us into 5G terrorists. But like, that's obviously what it is. Yeah. <laughs> the signal in Kilcullen has been boosted <laughs> phenomenally like it is. Wait, hold on a second. Oh, and your Wi-Fi dropped the other day. Like, yeah. Can't be a coincidence. There's no, <laughs> no dropping a Wi-Fi today. That's yeah. My microwave won't work. But it's it's funny, like, um, because I was I actually was like talk, we're gonna talk about tweets later on and um like stupid innocuous tweets that somehow end up going like viral and, and that. <laughs> but um I I had a tweet written out yesterday morning and I didn't tweet it. And I'll tell you why, but I had a tweet written out that uh, I was going to say, um, Jesus Christ, um, got the vaccine yesterday and now everyone is speaking in the um, wild mountain time accent and there's nothing I can do about it. Could you imagine? <laughs> what the hell would it be worth? It's like, <laughs> what, 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 the, only, the only problem with that then I was like, hold on a second, like genuinely the conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers could actually <laughs> turn people off getting vaccinated if they get their hands on this tweet. Yeah. But I'm going to finish the vaccine chat on this, right? Honest to God, if you have a doubt, the more people take up the vaccine, the faster you will sit on a high stool and drink a pint free of guilt, 
shame or fear. Yeah, that's the main reason, isn't it? Like, that doesn't get a hundred percent vaccine uptake. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, mean. I want to sit at that bar right there behind me. <laughs> yeah. You mean you're not now? <laughs> broken in. I know. Um. So so that's 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 the vaccine did he done anyway? So like um, I I thought it was just cool to to, to highlight like what a fucking achievement it is by humankind to to have a novel virus um, and within 12 months have, have a, a vaccine that's like fucking what 90, 90 million percent effective um, I know we, we were saying there was like a real a real cheesy moment like after the vaccine but we were like <laughs> science yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I like had this lump in my throat I was like this is one small step for man <laughs> yeah. and then I was like come on she was like you dope dope <laughs> um, it's a good, uh, it, and that's it. Like it, one small step closer to the snogger Phil Grimes. That that's the way I'm looking at it now. I, actually, but, I suppose I should also say as well that the system that we had um, getting the vaccination, I was so impressed with. Like, like everybody had. So like there was maybe like maybe kind of four different stations to it. Like someone registering you. Uh, then like a nurse directing you to like a, a cubicle to get like to to be to a, a with um, a specified nurse the nurse goes through all the consent um, and everything and like make sure you're happy to get it get vaccinated and then there's like a recovery area then as well and then out like out but like I'd say like I'd say like like including us probably walking up and down to to the vaccination place we were in and out in about half an hour like it was so quick and the amount of people that were coming in and out in that half an hour was just phenomenal like and like all the the data that they were taking just seemed like it was real simple but like it seemed like they were just collecting the right kind of stuff like you know it was just like your phone number so that you could get like um a text for when your next vaccination is in three weeks time and you know, uh, they had your PPS number, which it, it seems to be the number that they're going to take as the kind of record, like for for keeping it. Um, so yeah, it just I, I was just really really impressed with the with the whole thing. Like it just seems it seems to have gone really really well. Like yeah, sure, so, there's no problems with download speeds or anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they are like it's 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 great crack anyway it's brilliant and uh it's uh, like we said we're a step would forward. recommend yeah absolutely would recommend four and a half stars yes um but what i'm gonna what i'm gonna come on to now is um is i'm gonna ask you guys what are you drinking tonight uh right now uh oh yeah um geez need to catch my breath um i'm on uh the white hag uh and it's um, Smash IPA, um, and it's this Union series they have. So uh, DJ is going to talk about it a bit as well. But uh, so the White Hag have this um, Union series, which is uh, called the Unification of Two or More Things. So Smash stands for Single Malt and Single Hop. And so in this one, they want to. In this series, they want to sh- like kind of showcase the different hops that they are the different hop varieties that um, they have in their brewery, and um, so they're using one malt, an Irish ale malt, and then they're switching the hop then between. So this one I have here is a Nelson Sauvan hop, 
which I don't think I've ever heard of it, heard of before or have before. But I think it's in. Is it a wine? Is it is it from a grape? Any? Yeah, it's from the the, the Sauvignon Blanc grape. Oh Shane? yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's I was like, I was like, this does sound familiar. Um, and yeah, I found it like um, it was it was really fruity, really light, um, and I and I really liked it. And I've actually. I've just flicked onto your one as well there, DJ, which you're going to talk about. Um, and it is, it's, 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 a, it's a really cool concept of like, you, you definitely, obviously you, you taste the difference between them, but like they're totally different bodied and stuff. Like the one that you're drinking is way, way more like, the Nelson Sauvignon is really, really light. And this one is way more full bodied, like cloudy kind of nearly uh, the, um, the look of it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's a really cool idea. Yeah, I really I, cool. I actually I just opened the Nelson Sauvignon there as well, like um, like five point five percent. They're both five point five percent. Actually, the two Smash IPA series that we're drinking tonight, and um, I had had the smell of the Nelson Sauvignon and the taste, and like yeah, there's that like crispness, that kind of grapiness is definitely there. You know, it's it's very distinct, Um it's it's a little bit hoppier than I was expecting when I read the description. Yeah, you know, like it is very much a hop, um, but it does um, it does definitely have those characteristics that you're that you were describing there, and like a nice little bit of kind of bitterness too. You know, um, it's not too fruity. Like it's it's like you get the grape, and then you get that kind of crisp sharpness and a bit of bitterness, and it's it's a lovely it's it's a lovely clean finish. I'm always really impressed when like um, like you know a, a beer is described a certain way by the brewer. And then you get that fin- you get the exact finish that they, they they're aiming for, and you just get maybe that. maybe that's just a bit psychosomatic, is it? Like you're ooh, <laughs> well, no, because, I, oh because yeah, it tastes yeah, like, like a grape. Like I I tend to like I'll read like you know what the ingredients are normally when I if I'm going to taste the beer for the first time, and I'll drink it, and I'll t- kind of like this is what I think, and then I read the description, and usually I'm miles off. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there's something that like really stands out and it's that clean finish stands out for me. And then like you read it and it's like, you know, a smooth, clean, like a crisp, clean finish. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, even a dope like me could not. Yeah, but a lot of that is, um, is practice as well. So like when you're doing kind of wine exams and stuff, um, and I will link this back in something else and so on, but generally people have a kind of a memory bank of maybe two to 300 smells that they kind of recognize, but like, just kind of recognize them. But when you start kind of doing flavor analysis and like smelling things, you, you get up to five, six, 700, up to 800 kind of things that you can kind of identify straight away. So it is a practice thing. And most people start from a baseline where, oh yeah, that's an apple, but actually there's loads of different types of apples or there's you know yeah, loads yeah. of different types of uh, citrus or whatever. Um, and yeah, it is just kind of about training your nose. So like, as you guys kind of, even if you look back at the, if you were to go back to your first episode of this and then think about all the beers you've had since, you're probably even much more of a memory bank of different flavors, beers, different flavors of malts, all that kind of thing. So yeah. it does kind of develop over time. Um, like something I've done in the past is uh, as part of your wine exams, you do blind tasting. Um, because a lot of people do ask, like you mentioned, on that is it bollocks? Is it psychosomatic and stuff? Yeah. But like it can be if, if you do some really good marketing, but you can train yourself to be able to recognize things like so as part of your exams you're given six wines 
and you have to like it's it, it'd be just six whites and six reds and you have to say what grape variety they are uh, where they're from in the world uh, how old they are etc etc and it can be done and you can do the same with, with beers with, with hops and stuff um, and that's where the Nelson Sovan um, I'd have to try to remember but I know it's it was developed in New Zealand the hop and Nelson in New Zealand is famous for Sauvignon Blanc and I think that's what the the kind of connection is um, so that's a kind of funny crossover between probably psychosomatic and you know, where yeah, it's yeah, grown yeah. and stuff so um, yeah the whole thing is really interesting like that kind of just how you assess a beer and smell things or you know how you perceive things like is it what you read or is there actually something to it um, yeah I think- I'm always I'm always just so amazed at the whole like just the whole thing even like the smell like I did a few like wine tours in like um Chile and Argentina and stuff like you know and um we went to we went to uh, the Casiero del Diablo uh Concha y Toro is it yeah Concha yeah. y Toro um went to that, that vineyard and like did the tour and like you know they had wine tasting and stuff there but like you know, like it, it, it is amazing once someone like you know, it's very hard, I think, when you're obviously when you're starting off to differentiate taste and stuff like that and it's practicing, but like when someone does tell you what you're meant to be trying to tasting and you're like, you know, obviously you, you can go back in your mind then and go, All right, I remember a time when I did this and now I'm gonna try and compare that smell to this and this taste to to this taste. So like I remember at that they were, they were like and you'll get um you'll get hints of leather from <laughs> from this wine and you're like holy fuck this is so cool like this is unbelievable like I I was just, I'm still I still am amazed like but I was yeah. shocked at the time like you know that when like you taste it yourself and you're like mmm it's it's red all right you know it's definitely <laughs> a red um and then they go and, and then they go and you'll get um hints of leather and you get uh, you know you get a you know an oak and stuff like that and you're like wow this is crazy that like just by like you know by you saying this to me like i actually can focus in on what i'm what i'm doing here and it's yeah it's class yeah. when it's did amazing. you do your when did you do your wine exams oh, i've been doing them like oh, geez, it's years ago since i've done them um i'm kind of halfway through the diploma level which is like one level below um mw which is master of wine but i got a long way to go before i can even get there but i've been kind of doing them over the last probably 10 years um just kind of sporadically through through work when when i can nice. um, the, the diploma is quite heavy going because you have to do like a shitload of uh it's, it's like jesus such a first world problem you have to go to so many tastings but like, oh, God, <laughs> no, like yeah, i know it's, it's really tough it's really tough but um yeah you have to kind of prepare yourself because like anything can come up in the the final exam in, in the blind tasting and then you know well i suppose you, you need to have quite a, a memory bank of, mm. of different smells and stuff but anyway like let's um but just just on that note like so the first thing that clicked for me with wine was cabernet sauvignon it's one of my favorite grapes and what it smells like is blackcurrants and that's the first wine that i kind of got in inverted commas yeah because i smelled it and i was like that's fucking ribena yeah ribena exactly <laughs> that's but that's exactly what i thought and i was like oh i get it now but the first beer that did it to me um whereas like i just really got the hop was um it was sierra nevada beer with like a shitload of cascade in it 
and it was like that pine needle, pine cone smell. I was yeah. Like, Fuck, I like, I get hops now. I, I understand, you know, and that, yeah. that's, you're, you're hooked then. You're like, okay, I need to find the next smell or whatever. <laughs> you know, I need to smell citra or I need to do whatever. Yeah, it's, um, it's fascinating. Like, you know, yeah. just, just when it does click in the back of your head. Like, there's, there's a great buzz when you get it right. Um, yeah. And Shane, speaking of putting those skills into use, what are you drinking tonight? Right, so I've already kind of half answered this because I'm drinking the IPA, IPA by Dot Brew. Okay. <laughs> but I am going to move on to Kinniger's Double Bunny um, shortly. So I might give you some update on that when I jump on to it. I think we'll come back to that, so in a minute. Um, let's double back around, so on. Um, the, yeah. other, the other beer that we are drinking from the White Hag Union series that I had first, I've now moved on to the Nelson Savan. Um, with the first one that I had from the Smash IPA Union series by the White Hag, which I, I actually, if you're if you're someone who has a passing interest in craft beer and you really want to understand the differences, this is a genius way of of like just differentiating. Have a can of Azaka and then have a can of Nelson Sauvignon and, and compare the two because they're so distinctly different. Yet the core ingredient is barley water, a single hop, and a single malt. And it's the same odd. So it's it's the perfect way of differentiating and and literally just learning what the difference between two different hops are. But yeah, that's that's great for like amateur gobshites like us anyway, not the professionals like Shane there in the corner. Um but, professional. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is the five point five percent Azaka, uh, Azaka from the White Hag, which is which is a hop that actually free, features quite frequently in many of the um tropical um ipas are 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 the kind of um it, it features an awful lot in some of the kind of uh, cooler more modern ipas that you see in the market especially like it's a hop that's very popular with the limited edition um summer kind of pale ales that people bring out as well because it is quite fruity and it does have those those fruity aromas it does have notes of pine as well shane like you were talking about um and it's 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 a lovely lovely hop uh, Owen, I think you were spot on in saying it does carry more body. So like with the Nelson Sauvignon, you've got that like really clean, crisp. Yeah. Where this is more like a big, like kind of fruitier, kind of ex more explosive hop, I would say. Um, yeah, I, I got a big orangey taste off it as well. That was my kind of, uh, my my big taste off it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they do, they do, they, like, that's the thing, and it is described as a hop that that tastes of, of kind of tangerine, you know, that's that's actually what they describe um, the hop as. So I think it's, yeah, I think that Union series, um, and I like the cans as well, because, like, it's almost like the cans are, like, building blocks. Yeah, uh, I love the branding on it. It's, it's brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. And, like, and, like, it's basically trying to showcase the fundamental building blocks of pale ales, um, which, which to me is just, like, it's almost like a a, a a pale ale for dummies series, which I don't mean that in a condescending or patronizing way. Because exactly no, that's, that's why we're drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why we were like, this is this is brilliant, and what a brilliant thing to bring on this podcast as well. So thanks to the White Hag uh, for for allowing us to fucking showcase these hops and and these beers that, that no for allowing us to drink these beers to showcase the hops. We're showcasing nothing here. Like all we're doing is talking shit. Um, <laughs> Brewery of the year 2021. <laughs> I'm calling it now. We're going up to Sligo. We're going up to fucking Sligo. And um, speaking of Sligo, yes. <laughs> <laughs> make me up before you Sligo. There you go. You got it. 
I, yeah, I was, I was going to make it work somehow. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a good segue. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was losing it for a second, uh, to be honest. But uh, speaking of Sligo, make me up before you Sligo. Owen, Shane, I, I, I happened to... Um, find myself being described in many different ways on many different radio stations in Ireland this week um, <laughs> because I, I really innocuously um, in just a fleeting moment of walking along and throwing a random thought onto the internet via the medium of Twitter uh, kind of went a bit viral um, because I tweeted <laughs> the following song title but with an Irish place name challenge the whole of McCroom which is obviously a, a, a piss take on the um, the water boys song the whole of the moon um, so before we get into the nitty gritty of the replies and the responses and the fact that like loads of people just got a genuine laugh and a shit moment uh, out of this thread and the replies and like uh, which, which was r- really lovely I'm going to give you the, the, the figures behind the tweet uh, as a time of recording 900 replies uh, 124 retweets 200 quote tweets 1554 likes with those figures, what do you think the impressions, which are the times people saw this on Twitter, are? What's your best guess? Winner gets a, um, I winner gets a. Uh, I'm going to say the winner gets a, a can of lockdown IPA by Kildare Brewing Company. Um, I'm going to say um eight thousand four hundred. Eight thousand four hundred. Okay, Shane. Definitely going to go higher. Not quite as high as Dr. Evil, but <laughs> um, I'd say a good 300,000. Okay. Total impressions, 398,900. Oh, fuck. 000. Jesus. Now, this is, this, is un- this is unfair. Shane, you've had a viral tweet before. So, <laughs> like, you have, you know exactly how many impressions equals how many retweets. Like, no, yeah. I've got, I've got like spreadsheets are going like the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did anyone else get you get you to that new album with the COVID track around? <laughs> no, but like we were saying it like just before we started recording, like that you just threw that up completely innocuously. Like, like so yeah, the, the virus tweet I had was like, oh, I can't believe that there's a new fucking YouTube or a new uh, YouTube album on, on my COVID tracker app. And again, like I was just saying to Owen, like I tweeted that like literally as I was falling asleep because like the app would come out that evening and I woke up the next morning and the phone melted and I was like what and we were saying it beforehand like sometimes you think you're brilliant tweets and it's like crickets yeah <laughs> and then something like that just takes off well previous to that and like no so it annoys me now my po- most popular tweet is uh Bono adjacent but previous to that I, I love the irony that um my most popular tweet was actually about a bird. I just took a picture of a bird, asked, did anyone know what this was? And, you know, again, just carried on on my walk. And of course I came home and hundreds of replies of all these like, bird enthusiasts. It's like, oh, fucking these people. <laughs> but yeah, it's mad. It's just, it's mad how it takes off. But exactly. yeah, fine. My, my previously most, um, before this, my most popular tweet was one where um, I literally said like, uh, there was the, you know, that they were charging the, students 3,000 euro registration fee even though they were going to be studying from home and I said that me, myself and Owen and Shane I'd say you're about this vintage as well um, myself and Owen marched against the student fees rising to like 900 euros in 2008-2009 yeah. um, we, we marched 
and, and so against uh, those levels of student fees like just a decade ago and now they're three grand so like I got like that that took off like there and the amount of replies from young people being like you're telling me you were complaining about fees that were less than a thousand euro and I'm like yeah because that was outrageous at the time yeah. but that's that's mad like but um this is where we whip out the picture of Rory Quinn signing this pledge um, not to increase fees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually just, I kind of tweeted it and then like I had a couple of thoughts to add to it. So I kind of did a couple of replies. Just, it was just myself like um, replying. Hold on a second. Are you not going to ask me what my my most uh, my most viral moment is? Okay, okay. So I, Owen, I, I sincerely apologize. Because this is gold. And I can't believe you forgot because that's real irony right there that you've forgotten what this is about. The fucking vaccine, man. Well, actually, I've actually <laughs> thought I've actually thought of uh, one other as well. Oh, you have to give yeah, it. You have to help out then. Oh, and because okay. you have two viral moments to share with the listeners. Okay, so um, one is um, a YouTube video that I took when I was on my uh, J1 in San Diego, and it is if you search on YouTube.com, you will get a if you search. Um, African and Asian elephants in San Diego Zoo. Um, it should be it should be the top result. Like it's phenomenal, like phenomenal footage. <laughs> I think it could be maybe forty seconds of a clip. Um, but this video is of African and Asian elephants in San Diego Zoo. Uh, no, no commentary, uh, nothing. Just just drive by. But uh, yeah, there's. Uh, tens of thousands of, of, of views of this thing um, and I get I get comments quite regularly um, explaining the differences between Asian and African elephants so yeah that's that's a huge one but DJ you will actually know this one well, because... Andy, before you move on from that one I have a few comments on this um, yeah go go for it yeah yeah I'm... Uh, first um, first comment I actually remember you coming home from that J1 and we having a conversation um, <laughs> we had a conversation in Sissy Young's pub where you were explaining to me that like David Attenborough was trying to recruit you as a yeah as a camera operator for his uh, upcoming tour of Pickle Apple. Yeah, just um, just yeah, phone camera operator. <laughs> but the other thing uh, I want to know is, I wonder, is there any overlap between the elephant enthusiasts of YouTube and the snowcast enthusiasts of? podcast land yeah please you are an elephant enthusiast who is <laughs> on owen's youtube video <laughs> please get in touch because we want to have you on the podcast yeah <laughs> definitely yeah <laughs> yeah so, Owen, please give us your second viral video that i'm a viral moment that i may or may not be familiar with no you definitely are right so this is from electric picnic oh three years ago where uh so it was at it's the four and a half years ago. What? It's four and a half years ago. Is it? Yeah. No, what? this. So, is it? Maybe it is. Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, this is. Um, I was at a gig with. Um, oh, what's the name of that that crowd who do like the pop up disco things in Dublin? Um. Fuck! I need to find this up. I, I, I don't even know the I don't even know, know, know the details of my own viral video. 
while you're looking up oh yes yes no this wasn't 2016 i know exactly what you're talking about while you're, looking, never forget. While, you're looking, while you're looking this moment up yeah actually was the highlight of our workspace like all of our work colleagues thought this was the greatest thing since sliced pan um i want to i want to talk about um while you're looking this up i want to find out another electric picnic story for myself and Owen is the best gig I have ever been to oh yeah and the country mile was at 4.15am on the Friday night of electric picnic and it was a daft punk tribute Why band not? called Sorry. daft as punk and they were brilliant um, and I, I don't know Owen but I, I think on one of your old phones there's a lot of selfies of us and daft as punk um, when we mounted the stage Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we must dig them out. But I'm, I have it. I have it. I have it. So it's um, it's sing along social is the name of the group. I, I yeah. know Shane. Have you ever seen them? They like basically it's um, it's kind of like this girl DJ group um, who like just basically play covers, but they play a lot of like they play the Button Factory I think in Dublin, and then they go to all the festivals as well. Like, but it's just cheesy like 90s 80s covers like it's just fantastic uh but um the viral clip of me is that they played um river dance right the full river dance thing <laughs> and um they formed like this kind of like um split kind of like moses like they split the <laughs> split the the crowd in two and had like a big runway going down the crowd <laughs> So then, like, I, like, fucking, like, you know, it's like, you know, like, all the fucking Riverdance music starts coming on. And I just burst into the middle of the crowd and, like, totally, like, Michael Flatley, like, you know, like, all up and down. And it's, oh, it's so good. Like, yeah, but that thing just, yeah, that, that absolutely took off on, um, on on Facebook, I think, at the time. It was oh, so... The best, the best thing about it taking off on Facebook was you were at Electric Picnic and they put it up that night. So, like, you didn't have, like, coverage on your phone or anything. No, no. Like, I was there. The, I didn't go to Electric Picnic that year. And I was there the whole weekend with, like, people sending me, like, have you, is this Owen in this video? <laughs> yeah. And I was like... It actually fucking is you know <laughs> like, i spent all the time getting people sending me this video and i like text you being like you know you're famous now and you like just not even having access to your phone for the weekend it was brilliant it was absolutely brilliant the comment on it is major so this is put up by sing along social and it's major props to this legend who so definitely embodied the spirit of michael flatley at electric picnic over the weekend we applaud you good sir whoever you are (laughs) i also love they have this clarification bit here right that says he comes in at six seconds and it is mighty who doesn't watch a video for more than six Like, I know people's attention spans are fucked, but like, come on. Yeah, like it's a minute long video. That is six seconds. That's that's not a <laughs> gift. Come on, like. No. <laughs> oh, I, realize, I never saw that coming. <laughs> oh, stop, lads. Um, actually, but, you should you still know that and then turn it into a gift? Oh yeah, definitely. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I, I I love the like he comes at six seconds is going to be your new like life. <laughs> <laughs> Always has been. <laughs> um, so right, so so this tweet anyway that that went around the world, including like um, I'd like to 
so I'll, I'll, I'll give you some of my initial replies anyway that just came into my head. So Kings of Leon, your sex is Glanmire. Yeah. Um, Kanye West and Twister's um, classic Ballinus Low Jams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Elvis Presley's Suspicious Rat Mind. <laughs> That's fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Owen, your party piece, uh, Wheatus's Teenage Dirt Bagnallstown. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to, I want to, I want to, um, I want to, I know you guys have them up on the screen there. Are there any replies or quote tweets or did you guys reply on anything? Because I had to mute it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I replied, uh, it's a long way to Tipperary. Just been like, uh, yeah, whatever. You, you were one of them. Like, <laughs> I was one of them. <laughs> but yeah, my favourite. My, my brother Mark replied to Boys of Fair Hill. I was like, <laughs> why is everyone that I know not getting this? Yeah. <laughs> Or they treated the tweet as it was intended, you know. <laughs> but and my favorite was um, "You'll never walk out alone." Yeah, that was oh, good yeah. too. I was I was there. Like so many people replied like songs that actually had Irish bass names in their title, and I I had this thought at one stage, and I was going to reply to each of them and say, "Do you actually think that I think the Water Boys wrote a song called <laughs> <laughs> Owen, what 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 stood out for you?" Um, I loved um, Fuck That Port Leash <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> Fucking awesome That was a good one Somebody yeah. replied that And then found Port Leash Pub Club Shout out to Peter His reply And then replied it to him as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, That one wins So Just for persistence I, um, I have to say like Speaking like Obviously because we love our craft beer here Dead Centre Brewing Replied very early on Like Dead Centre Brewing won the first to reply and they gave a couple with <laughs> E17 brain out and um, I actually spent the night with that stuck in my head. I kept singing to me, baby, if you have to go to break. Amazing. It was in my head the whole night. That, that was one of my favourite replies. Um, there was, uh, like, there were some absolutely, uh, absolute gems. All the Dingle Ladies was, was, um, Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I like the um, Californication. Yeah, yeah. Actually, because I, I had one, um, <laughs> I, I had one as well that I think I quote tweeted about two hours mm-hmm. later was um, Dally Bal- Danny Ballyfornia. <laughs> um, actually, like Tate Donnelly replied a good one Big Shack, Inish Man's Not Hot. <laughs> <laughs> which is actually very true <laughs> I don't know if they've ever been diminished in his man but it's fucking freezing um, I was, one of the, someone like 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 Mark Keeley uh, at Marky Keels replied new Ross new Ross oh yeah, yeah. I was just like that's very good yeah simple ones are, are, are just absolutely brilliant uh, Miss T at Nettie Temp breakf- Belfast at Tiffany's was quite good Um don't look back in banger. That was a good one as well. That's, that's <laughs> so good. Like, um, don't all breaking my heart. <laughs> but I found like I was reading through them and I was like, oh, that's good. And then when you try and sing the song, it has to make sense when you sing the song. Um, because some of them are like, oh, that's actually quite witty. And then you go to sing the song and it's like not good at all. Yeah. But now that I'm scrolling through it, I can't really find any good ones. Yeah. I like bat, bat out of Clonmel. Yeah, so that's very good. We've got a Dolly Parton one here. Always a winner. Goline, 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 Goline. So, uh, 
Which reminds me of the greatest gif of all time in Irish Twitter, Shoneen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, top notch. Um, there were some good ones as well with y'all in them, but I can't find any of them now. And again, the back making me forget. Actually, there's a good leash one there. Um, it's like um, a corn uh, song called Freak on a Leash. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, top, top notch. Um, uh, there, there's some like the thing the thing that stuck out to me is like the absolute genius and imagination of um of, of Irish people like you know and it's like you could see that people were really trying to get their own hometown into like uh, songs as well like there's some some people were were absolutely making stretches like um like Heartlines podcast Sweet Cahar Sivin I was like you know I I appreciate the effort like. <laughs> Because it begins with C. What stood out to me was some places were like ideally made for this kind of thing, whatever it is about the the way you emphasize the syllables or something. So like there's so many that you can put McCroom into. But the dark horse for me was Sneem. Oh yeah. There were so many with Sneem in them that were genius. Like, have you ever like like um Dad Bob at Bobby Harper, have you ever Sneem the rain? (laughs) Like It's named for such a small village, featured an awful, awful lot. Like, I don't think Sneem was like proportionally represented. It was like much, much higher. Yeah. Sneem age dirtbag. I'm going to put that one out there. <laughs> oh, nice. That's very, very good now, to be fair. Um, um, I, I, I was just so impressed with like, you know, it's it, like most of the replies are not just like, one person like one reply like people put so much effort into it like like i know you're saying there's like 900 replies uh and like uh like whatever uh 200 retweets or plus 200 quote retweets or whatever but like actually entries into it like there must be over like four thousand i'd say because like people just went absolutely insane in 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 putting stuff down where there's just like you know there's just people who've put down like uh, what's this one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven in one tweet and then they quote tweet themselves and then do another <laughs> like eight on top of that like that's like yeah actually this is this this is my an account called the tweet of christ compels you <laughs> <laughs> they have actually had some quality ones here a uh, big shout out to this one uh, actually they're also they're also their handle is called a t-shock <laughs> but uh they have entries uh the winner takes it y'all and mm. they have um ice ice braby um they have the oh. monster mash that's fucking good oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh three little birds instead of three little birds um there was a lot of burr actually in it as well yeah i, I just it's just so good uh one one guy has actually had one guy here is like four oasis songs don't go away Cigarettes and anaclone. Oh, actually, these are fucking shite enough. Actually, never mind. <laughs> the one, that, that reminds me, the one with y'all that was the by far the best was Wonder Y'all by Oasis. Mm. Very good, yeah. And my lucky actually had a few good ones as well. Lady Gaga, Edge of Gory, Dean Martin, Tullamore. Um, <laughs> Tullamore. <laughs> <laughs> I like a bigger pizza by Tullamore. 
Ah, uh, look, they're, I think you could go all night talking about them, but they're they're top top notch. Like, um, fair fucking play to them. Um, any 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 final words on that, lads? Before we move on, because I I genuinely think you could spend fucking two or three hours talking about the replies and having a laugh at them. I know. I just I like. There's so many replies. Just keep flicking down, like, and it's it's absolutely so good. Like, you know, I, I actually think like you know that um that people like like there's so many replies with that people aren't going to scroll down the whole way through like 900 replies or whatever <laughs> oasis what's the story morning gory <laughs> i actually there was one that i thought of this morning um that i was like you know what i can see why nobody thought of it but at the same time it's like i i love it so much and it's the Simpsons, the monorail song. Oh, yeah. Donorail. 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 <laughs> that's very good, yeah. Um, so, fr- <laughs> sorry. I just keep seeing them. They're so good. <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Adair. Oh, oh fuck, Jesus. God. So. <laughs> oh, stop. But I love the way, like, I put down the sex of your sex is Glammire. <laughs> Twitter account called Glamire News Area replied, We approve of this. <laughs> but their profile is brilliant. Glamire News Area, a new news area for all Glamire News, plus added extra news. Then there's like asterisks, not affiliated with another Glamire publication with a similar name. <laughs> Jesus, so drama going on in Glamire. Oh, like I'd, I'd love to know the backstory there. Like, if if you if you're from the Glanmire News area, please please let us please, know. Just call in, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> shout, shout out to Robin Kafala as well. Like, uh, with uh, Kildare in the name of. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, fairy tale of new two pot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, every everybody in the club get dripsy. Ah. Uh, you could go on all night. Um, I I, I love the way you know you were saying that there's like a few people who didn't get it, but then. There's obviously a few. I'd say your brother is one of them as well, DJ, but like that, like are kind of like taking the piss out of like people who haven't gotten it. So there's yeah. one guy like Paddy O'Brien here, like and his answer is, it's a long way to Tipperary. Did I do it? Is that how it works? <laughs> he just yeah. took the extra step from what, what I was doing. So I was like, ah, look, there's too many good ones there. I'm just going to stick it's a long way to Tipperary. Absolutely. I see that Peter um Portish Pub Club had had a brilliant reply that said smells like keen spirit. But the oh. only problem is that beach in Ackle is actually pronounced locally as Kane. Oh. He hasn't a fu- that fucking PE isn't a fu- <laughs> <laughs> Poor Peter. Oh. But actually no, because someone replied in and said uh, why didn't you say it smells like Sneem spirit? So like again, Sneem Sneem is a uh, is is just golden for this kind of crack. Um, so moving on, lads. Um, Owen, you 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 put out a tweet on the snowcast today, which was um, you <laughs> basically you said, uh, "Look, we're recording a podcast tonight, and we kind of know what we're going to talk about. But if you've any questions you want to throw away, throw them in, and we'll answer under the influence tonight." So I'm under the influence at this stage. Is, speaking of which, I'm going to grab another beer so to be under the influence on the ball. Do uh, 
So what we'll do is before we come back to these questions, we're going to uh, pause for an ad break. Hopefully ACAS will put an ad break in here or not uh, 20 minutes earlier. And uh, we'll come back to your, uh, your questions in a moment. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Send in the cans. Those tasty, tasty cans. Send in the pale ales and porters and stouts. The cans. Send in the cans. And we're back in the room. You may or may not have heard an ad for the British Army there. If you did, please do not join them. In fact, boycott them with all of your hearts contained. Hold on, is that a joke or is that like legit? No, genuinely, like uh, could be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so ACAS targets are uh, targets an ad towards you, like so. You the listener, not us. You the listener, yeah. So, yeah. so, so he, me specifically, they're targeting to join the Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Right, okay. Shane <laughs> McNally will be the ad. Whatever you've heard tonight, Shane McNally likes. Yeah, Shane, during the <laughs> pandemic, what were your ads? Do you remember when you were listening? Actually, that's a fair. No, because I normally get, um, I'm trying to think what kind of shit that comes up. So you know, you can kind of fast forward through it anyway. Yeah. Shane, that's not what the that's not what the advertisers want to hear. You no, okay, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I didn't say that. Just yeah, no, but please do. Just they're normally like thirty seconds exactly. Yeah, like, no, I've I such bang. a good filter in my head. Like I just totally just forget whatever it is I've yeah. heard. Um, 
But what you're saying is the advertisements aren't very good. Yes. No, I, <laughs> I am. Although I am going to join the British Army tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why though. Ivan Hey, I I'm gonna join La Quinta Brigada just to, just to <laughs> Oh yeah. So Owen, you you threw out you threw a call for a couple of questions just to kind of um tie the podcast over. Yeah, yeah, just uh just said that um we had a, a gap in the podcast <laughs> that we hadn't planned. So uh <laughs> That just a, a, any guys that had um uh, <laughs> had a question, and our first one was from a uh, 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 Mr. Shane McNally, and uh, he said, <laughs> "As the only non-vaccinated person on the pod tonight, will I be shunned?" Uh, and yes, yes Shane, yeah. you will. You, you will be shunned. You I will feel very shunned. shunned. You yeah, will, shunned. and you have been already on on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, Paul Lambert uh, chimed in, and he said. What's my job on the farm so I can get my EU passport back in five years? DJ, I'm going to show this one to you. Um, Paul, uh, an avid listener of the podcast, wants to know what job he could get on your farm. I think, yeah, that, that I, I, because Paul is a close, a close personal friend of mine. <laughs> I thought you were say a close contact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul now has to isolate for two weeks. <laughs> we, we're going to put him in the. We're going to put him in the cow's nightshed for fourteen nights just to mend the truth. Yeah. Just time to oppose. Like simulate him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll feed. We'll feed him a few nuts and um, a, a, a few a few scraps from a bale. Actually, I'm going to ask you, right? What's what's the best crack on the farm? What's the best crack of a job on the farm? Um, see, we we have dry cattle, so we don't do milking. Um, and I, I haven't been on the farm in a while because I had surgery, so I, I can't go to the farm for another two weeks. And yeah, I but you have been on the farm before, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm asking, what's your best? What's the what's the best crack on it? I want to create a context for the answer to the question. Um, so so I, I in 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 the six weeks that I'm not able to do like go to the, go to the gym the gyms are closed or go up to the farm or or do any sort of proper movement. Um, I miss the farm. I do genuinely miss it an awful lot. The best crack is when you have calves that are like you know kept in a shed and you get to go in and frolic about with them and you're you're like cleaning out the shed or you're feeding them. Um, and they're like like jumping around with you. Like you have the bit of crack with them. You kind of grow a bit of a bond with them. But I, I would say that what's the best crack altogether? Like driving tractors is cool. Like yeah. I don't care what you say. Like say it has to be driving tractors. Yeah, yeah. like I, I think like that was definitely what I was thinking of. Like, you know, as soon yeah. as I asked the question, I was like, yeah, just it is driving tractors is incredibly cool. Um and and like you know, it, it actually is quite difficult to drive a tractor with a trailer on it. Like I like I absolutely like Anjax uh, gate entry um, there during the summer with driving a tractor with a trailer on it because I just like cut the corner and um, because I was what? in a rush and and the problem there is like that's then like a fucking four hour repair job so I've just cost myself four hours when I'm in a rush to get home you know what I mean so <laughs> like, being like I will not be home tonight thank you very much but the best crack on the farm is when you have a, a so, so we have a field adjacent to the farmhouse called the meadow and the meadow is where we bring a lot of our cows late in the year um, it's kind of when we rotate them before we want to bring them in for the winter trying to rotate to get the most out of the grass so they can eat it and the best crack is when the cows are in the meadow and there's one or two cows still left the calf 
and you need to check on them every couple of hours because we can't get a GPS signal we're so aurora. So we can't have like a GPS tracker on pregnant cows that'll tell you that like, you know, the cow is calving now. Um, and we just don't have the technology on the farm. Um, so the best crack is staying up all night drinking slabs of cans with my uncle who I'm very close <laughs> to. And the best crack is at four o'clock in the morning when you're 12 cans in and you're trying to climb the wall into the meadow and you both have head torches on. <laughs> and it's pitch black pitch black and you're trying to climb this wall into the middle field and the wall is like 100 years old so like every step you take is treacherous because the wall could come down any minute <laughs> and you're trying to mount this wall into the field and find a cow that could potentially be calving or have calved and um, that's the best crack because like you're drunk you're having a laugh with someone that you you love dearly and it's it they're great memories if you can remember them the next day yeah yeah i um i remember like um as well, I had a good, <laughs> I got a story about, um, so uh, cousins of mine, they have, they have a farm, but they also had um, show jumping horses uh, that they used to have as well in stables. And um, they used to have an arena there. So um, the arena used to have to be flattened. Uh, so it was, a, so it's a sand arena, basically, like just this kind of like, a circular field full of sand and um, that the the that the the horses used to like do the training of doing the jumps and stuff on but i remember you used to have to flatten <laughs> flatten the oh fuck this is such a ridiculous thing uh but you used to have to flatten the sand arena so um you used to go around with um a tractor around around the sand arena and on the back of the of the sand arena there used to be a huge pallet with a flat end, like a flat pallet. Um, and you used to um, drag that behind the tractor. So the tractor would be going and you would flatten the sand with the pallet. So the pallet would just be kind of like just brushing over the sand with <laughs> brushing over the sand. So uh, my cousin, uh, so this is classic like farm, Irish farmyard kind of stuff where uh, you'd have like a 14 year old cousin driving the tractor around the place, like, you know, so he was driving it around and I must've been, I must've been, I think it was nine at the time. Yeah, Dermot is five years older than me. So I was about nine at the time and I was on the back standing on the pallet as that was being dragged around. So I was just like acting the absolute maggot on the back of this thing, like dancing around on the back of this um, pallet. And I thought it'd be cool to try and like tempt fate. And um, so I, I, I was like trying to like touch, like, so like jump off the pallet, jump onto the sand and <laughs> jump back onto the pallet. Like, you know, so I was doing that like, you know, off on, off on. <laughs> and then I, one time I jumped off the front of the pallet <laughs> and the pallet just came oh, over the back of me Christ. and I was just crushed into the sand <laughs> with the pallet just crushing me. I couldn't even breathe with the sand <laughs> underneath. And you could just see like my cousin just absolutely panicking uncle everyone just like trying to rip the pallet off the top of me like you know oh, it's just fucking yeah you can see why like farm accidents are like one of the major <laughs> contributions <laughs> in ireland like to oh, it's, it, yeah it was absolutely crazy the best the best thing about that story is like on an irish farm when something like that happens there's this 30 seconds of sheer dread and yeah. like, it's like this subconscious response is to take the piss out of you then for the rest of your life. Oh yeah, yeah, still yeah. does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
and rightly so really oh rightly so like i was completely i was completely idiot the idiot in that situation like you know i I think as well like this this summer with my um Owen, you you met the two boys at the at, at my wedding my uncle's kids evan and owen that are um uh 11 and 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 uh nine years of age and we restored a trailer that my granduncle and uh my um grandan's husband built by hand in the 50s and basically like it's this wooden trailer they welded all the, the joints themselves and took wheels off old tractors as the wheels and it like this is for bringing in bales of hay and, and silage and they made this by hand themselves back in the 50s and we restored the wood floor and that during the summer so we took off the back and restored the whole lot myself my dad my uncle and the two young lads uh just did it ourselves during the summer over a day and like it was the best crack like the uh, it was just mighty crack and like there was like three generations there because my granduncle uh, came out and sat in the chair out in the sun and was watching us while we were doing it, shouting at us, telling us how useless we were. And like had a few cans and a bag of chips at the end of that day, like sitting on the refurbished tractor, like just the best fucking crack. And it's one of these things that like we're talking about COVID and technology and MRA vaccines and all this kind of stuff. This is just a bunch of lads like fucking using hammers and chisels, getting up fucking bits of wood out of fucking rotten, rusty old. Uh, metal and trying to restore it by hand and stuff and it's just like the most purest loveliest experience of it all like and and it's like this kind of yoke that you treasure so i suppose to answer paul's question that <laughs> yeah. Even, yeah. Know, and of all those jobs which would he be more suited to uh well in fairness to paul like he, he he's he's a he's a strong count so i reckon paul could just pull the trailer himself we wouldn't need a tractor anymore yeah he'd be he'd be the, he'd tractor, the tractor on the farm yeah he'd be the tractor, tractor. Tractor Paul, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, okay, I backed. Uh, get back to these questions. <laughs> I think that's a good answer to be fair. That is a good answer. That is good. Okay. Um, so Ben Park, uh, one of our American listeners, says, um, of the cans you enjoyed from the Candemic series, which one would you choose to be the only beer you could drink for the rest of your life? Um, that's a, like, that's like asking. Jesus to choose his favorite child. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I say, yeah. I think so. Um, I'm actually just trying to find the list on because you sent me the list of all the beers that we drank during the pandemic series. Oh yeah, yeah. So this, so so the problem with this question is the rest of your life thing, because yeah. if, like because we've answered what's the best beer that we drank, um, and like. I kind of flaffed it with two different answers. And I like, I genuinely think that that uh, Declan's Otterbank Brewing, so it begins, Saison, the, the mixed fermentation Saison could be could be the, the greatest tasting sensation that I've ever had in my life. Yeah, yeah. This is the only beer I can drink for the rest of my life. Will it ruin the magic? Do you know that kind of way? If it's like, you're like you're, you're going to the pot tonight, you're going to have 15 of these. <laughs> or you're going to have 10. Yeah. Yeah, and that kind of beer is supposed to be savoured in the moment and enjoyed. Like it's about context. Like, and that's why these questions are so hard. You're like, oh, fucking hell! Like maybe I'll just say Guinness because, like, you know, at least I can have like you say, you know, fifteen points of it or something. But it's it's so tricky because you, you know, you have to just take away everything everything else i I don't know i hate i know no but like actually shane like shane that like that's not like like a bad answer really like you know it it is actually that 
I don't know, like the it's that kind of genericness, isn't it? That like you actually kind of need to ensure that it's <laughs> it's the thing that you'll drink for the rest of your life, like you know. Yeah. If um, I'm if I'm Homer Simpson and hell with that big donut machine or whatever, like yeah, I'm gonna want <laughs> something that's a Guinness as opposed to like saison or something because yeah, that well actually you know by the way. <laughs> you know what though? I've looked at the list on. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I looked at the list, I knew the answer, though. And if, if I had to come up with it myself, I never would have. But if I had to pick one single beer from them to drink for the rest of my life and I couldn't drink an, any other beer, bar none, I would go with the West Kerry Brewing Company, Bjork Kirk uh, um, uh, the golden the golden ale that I drank. Blanc, yeah. Because it was so pure and yeah. so fresh that I think I would never get sick of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think with, with like a Saison or, or a Stout, uh, kind of like a, what well, some of the Stouts that we drank, some of the beers that we drank that are like phenomenal beers, but you have to drink it for the rest of your life. I'm like, you know, I could see a point where I'm like, ah, fuck this, I'm going to take two months off drinking this stuff. Because I, yeah. because, whereas that's just so simplistic, just simple, pure brilliance that I think I could drink that and nothing else for the rest of my life. And it was like, we, I literally found that brewery on the day in, at the plint. It wasn't even on the plint. It was on like the shelf below the plint before the plint. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And when I read it then, it was brewed in the Gael Tocht um, in, in Bailaha Neartig. It was like pure Corcoguina, um, a golden ale, which is a classic style. And then when I tasted it, 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 it matched my expectations and more. And now, now when I look at the list and I'm like, it just jumps fucking out. And I'm like, yes, like, get me more of that. Like, we went to the plinth yesterday and it wasn't there and I was gutted. Because I'm like, every time I go to the plinth now, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they have some of that golden ale. Because if you put mm. that in the fridge and take it out and drink it, it's just going to be a lovely experience. Um, yeah, um, just yeah, just looking at my ones there from it. Because, like, it definitely, like, we, be, we both... Uh, I think we kind of like went kind of out of our way to like drink mad shit as well. Like, you know, as in like, there was like the guardians of the galaxy from the Wicked yeah. Wolf and stuff like that as well. Like, you know, like that's definitely not something that you'd drink just even percentage wise. Like there's no way that you're going to be drinking that. You'd be lucky to come out of it with your life. Um, but maybe actually keeping along the kind of stout route, maybe for me, I might, I might, if, if the choice was, I probably would drink um, O'Hara's Lanfalon. Oh yeah, cracking beer. Yeah, I think I might. I think that might be my out of out of all the ones that we we featured on the pandemic. I think that might be the one that I I tip away at like for the rest the rest of my life. <laughs> Such yeah, a weird thing to say, isn't it? But it's a good. It's a good. But it's a good point because it's it's like a stout that you could like that that should be universally loved. Mm. You know, um, and it being a Carlos doubt, um, they don't get much love anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane, do you get much of it in Wexford being a border county with Carlo? No, like it's it's you wouldn't see you know Harris anywhere there, which is um, it's quite sad really because I think their their beers are fucking amazing, and Lanfalon is probably one of the best stouts I've ever tried. So you just reminded yeah. me, it's, it's the whole thing, you know, memory and stuff, but I just had a little smile on my face because it's like, God, when's the last time I had Lanthal on, on, yeah. on draft? And I had it on draft and it was when it was coming home from um, 
my brother-in-law stag do. I was, I was going home with uh, with my father-in-law and sit there nipping for a cheeky pint, will And we just nipped in like halfway through our walk, just randomly into a pub in, in Dublin. And I saw this on, on tap. I was like, ah, look, this was meant to finish today. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was such a go- gorgeous pint. Like we just the two of us, and we like we nursed this pint as well, just chatting. And it was, you know, it's probably because some of the best points you have are with, you know, people who, who mean a lot to you as well. Yeah. But the two of us, like, you know, just, which, um, it, it's amazing, like, when you said it, that's the thing that just jumped straight into my head. I was like, God, that's such a good beer. But obviously that memory is as <laughs> yeah. the experience of that beer. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so to answer your question, DJ, we don't get much of that in Mexico. <laughs> you know, if I was to say to you, because obviously, like, the pandemic was myself and Owen for the month, um, is there any beer that you can think of that you would be like very happily drink that and just that for the rest of your life. No is a perfectly re- a respectable answer. <laughs> no, it, but it, there's not a no. Like there's, I, I feel right that I'm probably going to veer towards like Owen, like a kind of a stout or a red ale or like yourself mm. a golden ale because the, the, the that that golden ale is beautiful, um, beautiful beer. And but it's it's still. It's a golden ale, but it actually has a bit of complexity to it as well. Yeah. Um, so, like one of my favorite beers is Trouble Brewing's um, Dark Arts. I think it's just like oh, yeah. an amazing porter. And like, if that was the only thing I could have, yeah, okay, fair enough, I'd, I'd probably cope with that. Um, that's such a tough question, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it there is. you go, Dark Arts, right? That's what I drink. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question now based on Ben's initial question. Is there a limited edition beer that you had in the past that you'd love to bring back to be a staple in a brewery's um, production? Uh, Owen, have you won? I, uh, I know that. So what I'll say is, is, is what inspired this question is looking at the list for the for the, the pandemic. And the Western Herd, because we've, we've featured Western Herd. Uh, we've, no, sorry, we haven't. We featured White Hagen from Sligo. But seeing as we're at West and Sligo, we'll come down to Clare for a second. <laughs> and for County Clare, I had the Western Herd's um, Dolman Irish Whiskey Stout, which was aged in Irish whiskey bas- bas- barrels with cocoa nibs and roasted coffee. And like, it was like, it was an amazing beer. Um, and I just, I'd love to have another bottle of it. And it, I won't because it's it's one of them things that I'm like, Jesus Christ, that was a brilliant beer to taste. And I'll never have one again. Um, so is there any beer that that elicits that kind of um, emotion in you? Maybe emotions are onward, but just that reaction when you see a picture of it or, or you're reminded of it. A, a limited edition beer, is it? That's... Yeah, so, something that's like gone now, you know, that, that you won't have. Um, yeah, one that I'd love to get back. And actually could be a staple as well for me like that. If, if I could only drink one would be a uh, super soaker by yellow belly. Mm. Like yeah. just like a yellow belly Wicklow Wolf. Yeah. Yellow belly and Wicklow Wolf, like that crossover series like that. I don't know. That was a phenomenal. And like, again, I think it probably like, uh, hones back a bit on what Shane was saying there, where it's just like that beer is like, uh, touching on a memory as well whereby you're just like oh like it was such good pay- taste in beer but like are you actually just uh, contributing the memory that you had about it as well into the taste as well because like that was a, such a good moment where 
like <laughs> DJ were absolutely acting the maggot. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were playing tag rugby and uh, there was a lot of beer going on and uh, having barbecues and stuff like that. And yeah, it was a really, really good, good uh, moment in my life. But that beer just absolutely um, nailed that time in my life. But it also just the, the just how fresh and how like it was one of those times as well where. I suppose um, coming back to something that you were saying, Shane, earlier on, where it's just like something like a real clicked with you. Like this was like a moment where I go, hold on now. This is where um, I can see the craft beer industry are actually innovators. And mm. like, this is one where like, you know, heard the stories of uh, Declan and I uh, can't remember the guy from Wolf. Quincy, Quincy, yeah. Um, literally had a WhatsApp conversation being like, oh, do you think we could make um, something that tastes like a super split? <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, sure, let's just try it. like, And then they just go for it. And absolutely nail, like, nail it. Like, it's just never had anything that's been like so nailed on. Like, But to come back to like Shane, where you, again, you've, you've done to me what you did with Lancelot and you brought me to a, like, a specific moment in my life. And it's us on the train up to meet Finn Dwyer for the first time. Yeah. And we had, a six, we had six super soakers. And we drank four of them and gave two as a gift to Finn. Because we yeah. were pissed. But we drank them on the train up to Kilkenny. And it was just like this. The excitement of us as a small podcast at the time going to meet like podcast royalty. And not knowing how it was going to go. And him possibly thinking that we were absolute gobshites. And then it turned out to be like one of the best podcasts we've ever done. This mad like friendship that we've created with Finn now um, that that has lasted. And now Finn is an absolute fiend for the craft beers. He keeps like sending us random pictures of beers that he's drinking being like, what do you reckon? Yeah. He, he keeps like texting me being like, can you recommend a fruity beer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can you recommend a historical decade? <laughs> Shane, did you did you get much super soccer in the land of super soakers? Myself and um, Orla actually just again like we did we we had a few of them out in um it was actually our, our old house here but um yeah we, we enjoyed a few of them out in one of the the rare little bits of sunshine in their backyard and then, like barbecues and stuff and they were absolutely phenomenal but like yourselves I was like. No way this is going to taste like a super spit. Absolutely no way. No way, yeah. Yeah, fake news, and then you taste it, and you're like, no, they've nailed it. Absolutely <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Um, so Ben also asks, um, basically saying, what's the first destination abroad? Once you up. So so how about what about the first destination abroad once you visited all the pubs and want to travel? So I think he's kind of taking the pace that we're going to uh, we're going to visit all the pubs in Ireland initially before we leave the country. But uh, once we visited all the pubs, where is the first destination you'd like to go abroad? Well, I'm going, I'm going to premise this by saying I really can't wait to visit all the pubs that we 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 had on the the. Um... What's the name of the little series we did with the pubs? I'm not forgetting the name of it. 
Um, <laughs> this is just vaccine again. Yeah, the vaccine. <laughs> it's just <laughs> shot. Oh, the, the, the last call. Oh, the last call, yeah. Last call. I, kept, I kept having like the last dance in my head when you were saying yeah, that. Yeah. I was just like, like it's no, no, no. Not when you were the point with Michael Jordan. Um, but the, <laughs> the, last, the last call was good. Um, and I, I'm like really mad to get to those pubs. Like, I can't wait to go to Mellon's Emporium and Mother Max. Them yeah. lads are cracked, like, and up to four provinces and record a, a podcast on Square when we're drinking. Um, will be, will be, it'll be so much fun. But basically, myself and Eve were supposed to go to Cuba on our honeymoon, and then our wedding got cancelled, and then our honeymoon became a trip to uh, the west coast of Ireland. So, yeah, it's Cuba for me, without a shadow of a doubt. I can't wait to see what Cuba's like and go to Havana and experience that, and then go to like an all inclusive resort and pretend that I'm a fucking millionaire, even though I'm not, for a couple of days. Um, yeah, it, it's off like, um, I don't know, I don't really have, I actually don't really have a hankering for like, like anywhere in particular abroad. Um, I just have a hankering to go abroad, but like, yeah, maybe I, I'd say I'd probably go to, um, my best man for my wedding, Skew. I might go to New York to see him. That, that I could think, and it's more so just to see him and like just. I also, it, 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 you know, it's so, it's so different when like, you know, like, like, you know, like lads that, you know, they, like they come home and like you meet them back in your home county and, you know, you act the same as if you were in like fifth year or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of vibe that you always get, but it's when you go abroad and go to their home place that like, it really kind of changes up a, bit, a little bit and it's like experiencing that like you know like i've been over to new york to him like about three times now before and like uh, he's lived in like two different places when i've been there and it's just it's just cool like experiencing like uh uh places where people are living like um and like you know yeah i've done the whole fucking uh, touristy shit in New York already like Statue of Liberty me whole life like just bring me to a pub out in the Queens or somewhere like that's what I want to do now like you know and bring me to like hot dog uh, restaurants and let's get pissed into the middle of the night and fall like fall asleep on a sidewalk and all this shit like you know that's that's what you really want like you know so it's experiencing those kind of things um so yeah, yeah, probably probably New York, even though like the States has gone to absolute pot, but like sure look. Um yeah, look, well I I I'd uh, I would venture it for him anyway. Yeah, be cool. Oh, what about you, Shane? Yeah, it's well, it's not really a tough question, but like so every every New Year's myself and funny enough, the same same as yourself, it's uh my best mate was best man uh my wedding. And what we do is we're a really close-knit group of friends and every new year's we alternate between edinburgh and ireland so he's from ireland and you know as you know most of our generation you know we we're lucky enough we're back here but lots of us emigrated so yeah we all kind of get together and congregate in ireland or in in edinburgh and that's the that's the one thing that this christmas that group just really hit home that we're like fuck like like you say like meeting up at christmas and stuff like that that it's such a, oh, it's such a like the cultural kind of institution that you all have to meet up on Christmas Eve and you know, you know, you know just get back together. So anyway, look, first place I will go is Edinburgh to, to see him and uh, his wife, and you know we'll have have the crack. 
But the other thing that, that lockdown has done, and everyone's sick of Zoom, we're talking over Zoom now at the moment, but <laughs> it's, and I was talking to a mate of mine, a really good mate of mine, and we, we were lucky enough that he got married in at the very end, 2019, in New Zealand. We were lucky enough that we were over there. But one of the things he said was that, okay, lockdown is like, it's all negative. But the one of the things he said is that what's been normalized is people communicating with other people at the other side of the world, yeah. just in a normal way. Um, and what was huge to him is like, actually, no, I've, I've never had so much contact with, with home. It's great. And I've actually kind of refound, not refound, which kind of friends, but you, you know yourself, like there's people you just, you know, you WhatsApp every so often, but there's a really good mate of mine in Italy. And we were like, we haven't talked in ages. And then like we've Zoomed loads of times since. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, we need to go visit each other. And like, that's probably, so to answer the question, I'm probably going to go straight to Italy because he's, he's, he's right down in wine country. So it's a bit selfish, but like, um, it, it's just that kind of little bit of positivity out of the, the madness that was last year that like, yeah, no, it definitely kind of has. Bringing, so, yeah, yeah, kind of breaking down those barriers. It's just, just normalizing kind of just talking like at a distance. Um, so yeah, that, that's, yeah, to answer the question, I'll probably go to Italy. Uh, after, that's, after, after Edinburgh <laughs> yeah no that, that's awesome like yeah no, I I definitely think um, you're totally right like it has like totally normalised just like reaching out to people and just been like I don't know just like people just bored like just fucking chatting to just chatting to people that hadn't chatted to in ages like and it's it's so nice as well like just let's just like even like tomorrow night like I have like uh Zoom chat with lads I haven't like haven't chatted to in a year like you know but it's just like it's like a like a text like it was weird because it was like a WhatsApp group that like we would always have yeah um and we'd be quite active in the WhatsApp group but then it was just like oh we just have cans tomorrow night like this is like what what are we doing like we're literally it'd probably take us longer to type this out now than to <laughs> actually yeah. like chat over this thing like you know so yeah know um yeah some some positives from the whole thing but. Yeah, I'm gonna say right to finish up the podcast. We we we, we kind of went, we went on a bit with the good questions because the answers were fucking great. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk about not your man Donny from CNN, but we want to talk about his old lad, <laughs> and also the happy birthday old lad. Oh yeah, the two of them. I'm gonna actually fucking make this quite difficult for you, Shane. But oh, and I was going to say to you, like, um, so you've got Donny's Owlad, like everyone in Ireland knows what I'm talking about. If you're from the UK, look, your man Donny, who's on CNN, um, Donald O'Sullivan, the CNN reporter, right? Look up his father's uh, interview with Irish media because his mother and father there, but his father in particular is like an absolute hero. Um, and then look up Happy Birthday Owlad as well, people because it's just the most wholesome video. It's this father who, um, over Christmas, this fella was trying to record his father saying happy birthday to his son. Oh, God. <laughs> and the father can't get past the word hello. <laughs> it's right. But it's so ridiculous because he, he's so formal with the hello. He's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, because he keeps cracking up every time he says hello, he's like, okay. And you can see the cogs turning in his head. He's like... Maybe if I say it even more formally, 
I'll be serious this time and I can wish my son happy birthday. Hello. <laughs> it's so good. Like it's definitely something that we've all experienced. Like maybe not that exact scenario, but it's like one of those things where like you just, you know, you just fucking you crack up. You just yeah. can't, you know, like just finding something like the word hello, like absolutely hilarious where you just can't handle it ever again. Like it's yeah. fucking the more serious you try to be, the worse it gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Basically, we're going to declare one of these lads Snugcast Hero of the Week. And there's three of us here, so right. That's a tough choice. Yeah, you, so you need to choose between Donny's Owlad and Happy Birthday Owlad as the Snugcast Hero of the Week. This is a a, a, a feature that we may bring back. In the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be a regular occurrence because there's rarely two people deserving of such a, an accolade. But um, Owen, you have to make a decision. Owen uh, or happy birthday out loud. I'm gonna go for a happy birthday out loud, and it's just be, like it, it's just because like for the minute and whatever forty seven seconds or whatever the fuck it is of it, that uh, like I was just you know it's one of those ones where it's that creeping smile on your face where you're like what's this video about like you know and it's just like you know <laughs> just starting off like it's this normal thing and then your man starting you're like oh, that's, that's funny like. And then it just keeps going and the smile gets bigger and bigger and like you just can't you just can't help yourself. I just I absolutely love that. Like it's so good. Right. So good. So we've one vote for happy birthday out lad Shane. Are you gonna strip the vote or are you gonna give no, it? I'm straight in there to happy birthday out lad. Like, yeah. so you you know, like oh nail on the head there, like just that creeping smile on your face, like doom scrolling this morning and i come across this thing i'm sure i click in and dear like i was cackling by the end of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, was so, so, it was just brilliant <laughs> i'm so glad that you both voted for happy birthday like because i really f- would find it hard to differentiate between them because because my granddad's from kerry and like dorney's our lad like just i have this like Like absolute grow for Kerry people. Like I think is I don't actually know if he's from Kerry. I'm just presuming he's from Carus I mean. Um but I love Donny's Owlad, especially the way like you know the, the international media have congregated to his door and he still has the like cap on, you know. I'm like, so oh, good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He hasn't even bothered to flatten it or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, happy birthday Owlad is is definitely top notch. And what I love is my favorite part of the happy birthday Owlad is see at the end where he like tried to go on with his sentence with Gareth over laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. It was just like, hello. And then the like squeals of laughter as he <laughs> tried to spit out words that. Um, I think it's like, it's like his laughter and like the addition of like whoever's recording and like everyone in the room just laughing yeah. as well. Like, so good. Like, the, like in fairness to your man, right? That there's like a few, like there's a good few of the attempts where like he goes, Hello, and like he keeps a straight face. <laughs> the person behind the camera just fucking absolutely cracks their whole laughing. <laughs> and like, there's no way, there's no way you can like, keep a straight face. The like. best thing about it all, as well, is you just know that happy birthday, Olad, is just after coming home from Christmas mass as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can really get out and uh, the hair schlicked and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I, I look, lads. We we will announce Happy Birthday, Owlad, as the next president of Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, so here's the hymns launch yet. Uh, listen, good. guys, thanks a million for tuning in. You know where the Patreon is www.patreon.com for our snugcast. You can find us on social media or snugcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're not so active on the Facebook, but you'll find us on the Twitter and Instagram every now and again. And uh, please engage. You can send us an email if you got comment the snugcast at gmail.com. We love getting feedback. And uh, if you're on iTunes or any of the stuff that you can rate us on, give us a five star rating. Um, or you can subscribe to um, youtube.com forward slash own tab. Yeah. Uh, that's you want, uh, you want to see some top so all elephants, African. All, all, <laughs> all elephants related content. Just a minute, Snowcast this week. It's been enjoyed. It's It's been the exact kind of conversation you have sitting at a, at a bar with someone, with people that you know and, and, and get on with and have a bit of crack with over over a couple of hours on a night out. It's, it's exactly what we're going for, I think, this kind of chat. Uh, really enjoyed it so look uh, follow us on social media engage subscribe tell your friends uh, pass the pot on to someone you know and then um, yeah big take home is if you want to have a pint soon get the fucking back as easy as you can right look sure deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.